Um, so just, I want to say thank you, Seth, for putting the heating on because my mum my has, first of all, your heating comes on so quickly and it's, I feel very toasty and I feel like you put it on five seconds ago. My mum told me she's not putting the heating on until it's cold and to her that means November. So do you know, I sit in the house here on, <laughs> in my work meetings with a blanket underneath the table so they can't see and I have my dressing gown on deck because it's actually very cold in my house and I had fluffy socks on this week because it was freezing cold. Um, meanwhile, everybody else I know has the heating on. My mum said, no, 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 what I'll do, I'll buy you a, like, a little portable radiator. So she's bought one for me and she's bought two. One for my bedroom and one for downstairs. She's like, yeah, because the house isn't cold. It's cold, actually. That's what, th you know, thank like your mum. No, what? No, thank you mum, because my dad wouldn't. My dad said it's not, there's one time for you was the summertime and it was, a, summertime in England doesn't mean anything. And it was a cold day and we went and put on the heater and my dad came back and he said, the heater's been on. And if he comes back and the heater's on, it's been on all day to him. Yeah, because he doesn't know when it was switched on. He said, you guys, I'm going to show you the bill when it comes, yeah? You guys think that it, this money grows on trees. Like, you can't switch on the heat. It's summer. What do you mean summer in the UK? It's cold, <laughs> we're cold. We literally all have to agree that it's cold before he puts on the heater. And even then, it's like, put it on for an hour. Let the house be warm. What does an warm. hour do? It doesn't listen, do anything. Listen, this, this is what makes me angry. I'm sorry, Steph. But sometimes this just makes me angry. I lived in a house that it was always warm. When it needs to be warm, yeah, and it was cool when it needs to be cool. Yeah, I don't feel like I need to be suffering in cold in my house. To be honest, I'm with Lyndon because it's cold, and I live in the UK, so I need to be warm. Just so you're the, the one on. who likes the heating on all the time. I like the heating when it's cold. I need the heating on. To be I honest, get very angry if I'm if I'm in if I'm in my house. If I'm in my house <laughs> and I have Thank to put. Steph. What? Thank you, Lyndon. If I'm if I'm in the house and I have to put on a blanket, I'm angry. Me too. No, that's not. That's not. If I'm in a blanket, then not not like not in bed, like just around, like I'm sitting on the on the computer or sitting in the living room, and I have to put on a blanket because it's too cold. It's too cold. Do you know it's safe? One the bill. We'll pay. We'll pay the bill. Do you know what's so funny? My dad used to say we put on a blanket. My dad would say. You're, it's not even that cold. You're, you know what? You're sick. You need to check. <laughs> your, you need to check your levels. You need to check. He's not thinking about that. Yeah, he's not thinking about that because you're yeah. not Afri Africa. He knows when it's cold. No, he said that we're this, we're sick and we need to check our iron levels. And nah, it's because no. we are anemic. He uses it against us. So I yeah. think I'm anemic. <laughs> and my mum tells me to go and take my Floridic to yeah. have an orange. Yeah. He says, <laughs> Honestly, every day at work, I said to them, "Sorry, everybody, I've got a dressing gown on, but I am dressed. It's just very cold in my house, mm -hmm. and I've got on socks. I have to go and dig up my winter socks for my boots." because it's cold in the house. Do you know when I was the coldest ever? You know, there's coldness in black people's houses and there's coldness in white people's houses. Let me tell you something. I went to, we have these really lovely neighbors up the road and he was a white couple. Uh, one is a photographer and the other one is something else, who knows. <laughs> and and um, they've got two children. Uh, one's called Clementine and the other one is called um, Clementine and something Satsuma. something to do with her. no 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 not Satsuma. it's like a, a bear's Chalina. name it's, it's a bear it's like it's, it's twins Clementine and, and and Clementine and, and something with a bear uh, something something anyway, bear there's a, there's a, it was like a bear a bear yogi bear oh, no I don't know oh I, we're not going to disrespect them too because they're lovely kids okay. so um, they asked us to babysit so like when we we're, when were teenagers like especially Anne they asked her to babysit and they asked me to babysit some of the days they were lovely um, went to babysit they're, they're twins friend 
I've never felt coldness. The house was colder than the outside. How that happened, I don't know. <laughs> it was so cold. I was like, I'm actually going to die of like, high, what's it called? Um, hypothermia. In the house. I had to call my sister to bring me my coat from my house. <gasps> yeah. I had to call my sister because I was... Why didn't they have the heating on? No, but it's like some old water heating. Like they've got, it's a huge house, but they've got like this old system of heating or they, they put on a fire. Sometimes wow. in those houses, they only ever put the agar on yeah. and the agar is meant to heat up the whole house house but like they didn't no leave it on time for that and i know that if i call them they'll say yeah of course you can put on the heating but you but know you sometimes and i'm scared i've got like ptsd from my dad telling that why do you need you have to really submit a whole proposal to me too. why <laughs> it's really necessary it's necessary oh, it makes me heating. angry me and yeah. my mom have a whole argument about the heating and then she's like look i'm wearing a summer dress i said to her yeah. mom wear mm-hmm. the summer dress and be happy i can't put on more clothes <laughs> how can you be sitting in a house wearing a coat are you all right we just yeah, bring our duvets from the bedroom it. it's ridiculous it makes me angry listen i was never cold at my home in birmingham oh yeah why don't it have to be cold why have to be cold now you can't be cold and you can't be hungry in your own house that's yeah. not allowed we just bring our duvets from upstairs and my dad has more stress about duvets being in the sitting room than he is <laughs> what, what does he want what does he want you have he just wants or? us to be normal he said I, can you see me my <laughs> arms are out why can't you just be yeah and they always want to show you look I'm wearing a summer dress look my arms are out maybe you're just very special we thank God for you but we're cold mm. me and my brother's like yeah I'm alright you know I said why can't you just join my team say it's cold my, my aunt puts you're right but time. you could be better is it <laughs> you could be warmer you could be cosy in your Honestly, home we're not going to be cosy till December Tibbs, and even then who knows mm. <sighs> it's very sad That's a, it's the cold only other is not thing. a joke thing man <laughs> it's not a joke thing <laughs> Do you know actually it really, it really upsets me? It really, really upsets me because why is someone? Why but am you I? You know what? I think it's very common for couples to be like one person oh. runs hot and one person runs no. cold, and one person runs heat and one person doesn't. And do you know? And do you know? I'm so used to not the heating not be on, not being on that I don't really mind. Like I actually find it quite cozy to to be covered with something, and especially when I'm going to bed, I want the window open if what? there's no. But yeah, mm-hmm. I want it to be kind of cold so that I cover myself and it's warm underneath not. the cover. Absolutely yeah. not. Mm-hmm. I'll wake up sneezing if the window's open. No, I wake up sneezing if the AC is on. The only other thing that my parents used to really, really get annoyed about and say, no, it's, we've had enough, is toilet toilet paper. They say, this is we the toilet paper. This should last for a whole month. If you use it in seven days, you know what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, is someone eating the toilet paper? That's what my mum used to I say. I told you. Who is eating the toilet paper? I swear my flatmate used to eat toilet paper. It's impossible for one individual <laughs> to go through a whole toilet roll. You know exactly it's, what they're doing. No, and that's, <laughs> yeah. it's so annoying. It's my dad, so my dad used annoying. to say, listen, you just... <laughs> Do you want me to show you no, how to you. use? You fold it. You do, this is what you need. This stuff doesn't work. Kid. My flatmate used but to. I in our house, people do. He haggard, but you know what? It's okay to do it when you're buying the toilet paper. But when mm. I'm buying the toilet paper, oh yeah, it's a bit mad. It's I don't know what she does. Honestly, yeah. she used to eat it. She must because I, it didn't make sense. Anyway, whatever. It's easy to think about when you live with other people, but at the same time, I'm <sighs> so going to use as much toilet anymore. paper as I need because yeah. I need to be clean. Amen. My parents used to apportion. They said, "This is your four rolls for the foreseeable the time. This time, this is your four for everybody. Keep their rolls. God forbid if you leave your own roll in the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> finish it. You come back. There's not even. There's just the the cardboard bit to let you know. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, 
Another thing I was thinking about the other day, um, I saw a post that said in a in a black person's in a in an African household, or we're just in a black person's house, um, if you if you're sick and then you laugh, if you're laughing, you're not sick anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's in my in my house. Ha- what? If you're sick, you're somber. Yeah. And and literally, I think we've talked about this before. The, the, the other yeah. Day. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've, never, yeah. I've never had to think about, let me not laugh. No, oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. So I think I talked about this in the previous episode that for me to have a day off school, which was a never, like literally I'd have to do the most, the A-star acting. I'd need to, if I wanted to have Thursday off, I'd need to start from like maybe Tuesday Tuesday You're day. talking about pretending to be sick. Yeah, but, but okay, okay. But even well, if I felt like thing. I was going to be sick, I need to figure out when I'm going to start saying, because you can't say in the morning. There's not enough time for it to load in my parents' mind. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling too well. Wednesday, go to school and push through. And then Thursday, <laughs> I can stay at home. Now, or like on Sabbath, if I didn't want to go to church, yeah. That was another one. If for any reason someone says something and you laugh, and this is a very, it's, it's likely in that household. If you're laughing, if you're joking, if you're shouting with your sisters, if you're just generally merry, yeah, there's no way you can be merry and, and sick. Be sick. I agree. My parents will say, "So you're, so you're, so you're not, you're better now. You're actually well." Oh, you say I'm sick, and I heard you laughing about an hour ago downstairs <laughs> at TV. You're not sick. Sick people don't laugh at things. They're sick. What you were yeah. allowed to watch TV when you were sick? Let me tell you. Well, well, my, but if you're sick no, and you laugh because I, you saw something on TV, then you're not sick anymore. You, know, you can't even talk in your normal voice. You first have to of all, like why are you watching TV when you're sick? When mm. I was sick, when I was sick here, and I, like if I was really sick, I was in my bed. Yeah, my mum would say to me, yeah. "You're so sick, I can't imagine that you can go downstairs and yeah. watch TV." Yeah. So what I'll do, bring the food. I will bring the food to you because yeah. you don't need to be downstairs. Yeah. Meanwhile, I just want to watch Sister Sister yeah. and Moesha back to back, friend. But I was a bookworm, and so if I you was happy. I had books in my room. I don't remember caring. I don't remember caring. About. Yeah, my mum was serious about sickness, and I don't ever remember Sorry, not going no, no, no. to school because I was sick. Sorry, I don't no, remember caring. No, 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 there's something in your head. Can I take it out? <gasps> no, it's not animal. Oh I wouldn't God! Be taking it out friend. Right, so it was a spider. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember caring about what was on TV. If I was, if I was sick, I was sick. I just needed to stay in my bed until I was so better. But downstairs. there's levels of sickness. Uh, there's, there's levels, levels and when you're a little bit better, you can probably go downstairs. No, no, not if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're if you're well enough in your sickness to laugh, you're well enough to, to go, go to school. school. You're well enough to do your chores. That's, that's well the difference. So I wasn't. Unless you to, broke your leg. I wasn't trying to get out of school though. So if I could go back to school, I go back to school. It's fine. I wasn't trying to get out of it. Yeah, but if I was sick, yeah, maybe I was you're not well enough to go to school. Sometimes just, you're well enough to laugh, and not. To if my school. parents, if parents make the the mistake of making me go back to school because they think I'm well enough, I'll be back at home sick again. I think the real problem is why? <laughs> so, why do we have to submit proposals for heating? Yeah, and why if do I'm we sick, have I'm to, sick. Why do we have to submit proposals for being sick? Like my mum never believed me. Mum, I don't feel well. You're fine. How do you know you're not a nurse? Listen, my my sisters used to come into rooms. Oh. I heard that you're sick. It said yes. I'm not really sick. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at the door. Ah, come and see. Come and see. I'm sick. <laughs> and I'm like, don't make me laugh. <laughs> but hold on. Did you say that you used to pretend to be sick so you didn't have to go to church? Let yeah. me tell you. See, if I, I was really sick that, in the week, my mum was like, yeah, you know, wrap yourself up, warm, bring a blanket, mm. hot water bottle, whatever you need. We're all going to church. Mm. I think there's been like two times in my entire life that I didn't go to church because. Because I was sick. Every other time, no, we're all going. No, no I don't feel well. No, no, no. Sit mean, at the back. How, how often do you, are you sick like that, though? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't enough wanna, times. I, I, there's lots of times when I wanted to get out of out of church. I've never wanted to get out of church, which is just lucky when I was young. Must but, be nice. You know, it, it was. It was. It was. It was nice. But 
I, I can't remember being too sick to go to church. Maybe once. And I hated it. So I was at home by myself and everyone else had gone to church. I had my books. So I was great. I had my little books mm. and I had my little section of church books. And when they were finished, I read them all over again. I, I didn't tire. I was okay. Mm. But that only happened literally like twice. Mm. I remember going to church, really not feeling very well. And I'm like, why do I have to be here? And then meanwhile, I've got to also go to school. I need a break. Mm. Oh, no, let's be honest. I'm in church on Saturday. Then I've got Pathfinders, Rolls Eyes, on Sunday. Then I've got school on Monday. The shift never ends. Is it? You just want to have a break. That is true. And I remember there's also times when, like, say we've been sick for, like, maybe a couple of days and then they take us back to school and then turns out my mum has to come and pick us up again. My mum would say, listen, if you, if they call me to pick you up, I'm not coming. Don't go there and tell them that you're sick because I'm not coming to pick you up. We know that you're very well. <laughs> so then you just have to be like, oh. maybe that's the I just, I just, I, there was nothing I, would, I wanted to get out of. Being sick was, um, it, it ruined everything. It was an inconvenience. It stopped everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. So that no, I'm Did not. You being never sick. have to do something that you didn't want to do, and like chores. And being sick was your way to get out of it. Like chores. Chores, chores are in my house. I'm not. I'm not really too far away from that. As soon as I went. Yeah, but to when do you're that, sick, you don't do have to do chores. Yeah, but how long am I sick for? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean... It's like a day or two with no chores. The chores will be back with a vengeance. What the chores will wait for you. You can't hoover on a Wednesday. It's okay. I saved it for Friday. <laughs> You're never too it's far away too from that. You. But school, I didn't feel like I. I, 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 I there's nothing. There's not a day I think I, I don't want to go to school today. I, I never thought about that. Neither was there at church. Oh, you're a good child. Maybe I was. You're a and good child. Maybe you weren't well. spoiled. Mm, maybe you weren't. Linton, I didn't. I didn't say that you were spoiled. You, you know. I, she asked the mm, question. I'd, Anyway, but talking of being sick, mm-hmm. what were some of the remedies that your parents had? Because some of my learned Lebanon friends ginger. in school, do you know, like, you know, you're talking about before in our last episode, you were talking about um, serving people drinks and mm-hmm. like having tea and whatever. Like, I remember going to my friend's house on the one day, I think I was allowed to my friend's house after school and then my parents were coming to pick me up because I wasn't staying over. And they're like, oh, what do you want to have? And I think at this time I'd, I'd figured out that my white friends, if they asked me, they actually meant it. And I could say I wanted something. It's like, oh, can I have a cup of tea? What tea do you want? I'll have peppermint. Shock and horror because I didn't have peppermint. And I didn't understand it because everybody in my life has peppermint tea. To be honest with you, everybody in my life has peppermint, surrogacy and chamomile as a standard. Then if you're lucky, you'll get black tea, like English tea. Then you'll have hot chocolate. You might have caro. <laughs> Disgusting. And Cairo? The, yeah, I d- didn't drink that. That's a very Adventist thing. Okay. That's like a Adventist non-coffee no, coffee. I know what it is. Coffee. I'm just wondering why, why, you, why are you... No, I'm just saying the things that you can get. No, like no these are the things <laughs> that... She's cussing your accent. You're so rude. No, I'm. I'm wondering why. No, 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 no. I'm wondering why you dis. Why she's saying like she's oh, disgusting. Oh, it's not nice. That's why I don't like it. Was it that bad? Yeah, I don't like oh, it. Oh, I'm thinking of Milo. You. Uh, how can you confuse the two? And then <laughs> what is what? Milo. <laughs> Where? And then, I said what I said. It's, 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 it's going, a Milo go, where. Go and argue Excuse with me. the It's people. a Milo where. Milo where. <laughs> it is Milo base. Go and argue with the Milo people. Anyway, Hold on. And then Hold you on. get minus eight. That's we need to go back to drinks. this. No one, no one calls it. Have you ever heard that? I'm closing my eyes so you can tell that I'm Stephanie, not listening to you. have you ever heard you. that? I've, I've never heard that As I close my eyes, it means that I'm not hearing anything. That's one East African thing, you know, because my East African friends don't say Milo. 
Oh well. <laughs> it's, it's is that is that like a Northwest London thing or it's it's the people that know. When you go into the shops, I'm letting you, let you in. I'm, let, I'm letting you in. I never asked for me. All right, so I so let's let's just take let's take this back to you in English lesson. <laughs> no, right? stop. M I L O. There is one L. Yeah. So it's Milo. Like okay. if there were two L's, okay. it would be Milo. Like okay. But there's one L, okay. so it's Milo. Okay. So it's so what about oven? You say oven. <laughs> don't be rude. <laughs> don't be let rude. me, let me, let me be. Okay. Anyway. So that, those drinks that you get, peppermint, sorosy, chamomile. What else did I say? Uh, English tea. Um, then I said like hot chocolate. Then Milo. Milo. Mm. And then Cara or some sort of coffee alternative. Red bush, yeah. Not ginger. when I was actually. And ginger. That's, that's about like at least eight or nine teas. Do you know when I was growing up in school, yeah, and I'm going to my friend's house, the options were you can have t- PG tips or the equivalent or coffee. I said, eh? They never had peppermint tea. Now, I didn't understand it, but when you deep it, Jamaican's cure for any ailment in life is peppermint tea or surrey tea. You've broken your finger, oh, have yes, some tea. tea. You know what? I feel a bit tired, have some tea. Oh, I've got stomach cramps, have some peppermint tea. And I didn't realise that this is like a serious thing mm. because in our house, we have an abundance of tea at any moment. But that's just really not, you know, really not very my, English. My grandma's be on, on that. She loves all the different teas. But my mum, it was just lemon ginger. And if you're really ill, you get something disgusting. You get lemon ginger and garlic. That's really disgusting, but it really sweet. Had the, you never had the bush tea, sorry, CTA that you bought on the yeah, stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's there you are. Then that's at least we, that's at least we two. Li- in our household. Man, we have though. we have chai, and we have. Wait, what's what? What's so chai is which? Ch- like Indian. Chai. Yeah, so chai's that like, we used to call. So there's tea. There's mm, there's tea, which is like the black, the just the normal PG tips. But if any visitors come over, if they say they want tea, it's that cooking is boiling the tea on the stove with chai masala and everything like that so what the white people call now chai tea which is ridiculous because that's tea tea Mm -hmm. um but chai we used to like that's what with the like the the nutmeg and and the cinnamon and the um pimento and everything that that's what we'd that's tea tea and then there's the pg tips and maybe um milo if you're lucky, hot chocolate um, and some and some ginger and lemon. But we don't, I don't know if a lot of people had a peppermint until much later on. Like really? we decided to have peppermint. We oh, always, not in our household oh, anyway. We always had peppermint, but I think that's actually because it was used as a herbal remedy for mm. anything that you're going through. So like, I don't know what people drink if they're not feeling well. Mm. I literally live on peppermint tea. We have three boxes in our house at the moment. See, you, you drink tea now is just because you like tea. I've always liked tea. Tea is something that I grew up on drinking when I'm not well. Uh, oh really? I don't just I don't just drink tea. Just for, drink just ginger. Mads. We used to drink ginger tea <laughs> when we take when we make chai. We we crush real ginger like we smash it sounds and boil delicious. it in the in the. That the sounds thing. delicious because I love ginger tea is like my favorite thing. That's only. Like, it has like milk and other things. Yeah, I know, but ginger tea is my favorite thing. Mm. That's the only tea that I'd probably. My friend makes now that I'm grown. I probably if I'm, that's the only tea that I drink just because I want to drink something nice. Mm. But tea, nah. But this is what I'm saying, like for other cultures, drinking tea isn't a remedy. It's not a health remedy. Like in the Caribbean, they say drink tea to make you feel better. But my mum loves tea, so we would always drink tea all the time. Tea makes a lot of things better. Tea and a nap. Tea, what? (laughs) Tea makes a lot of things better. I'm telling you, if you're having a bad day right now, even after listening to our podcast, make a cup of tea, put on the kettle. I'm telling you, it changes everything. That I think normal tea's, normal tea's dead though, man. Compared to the other teas, of course it is. Like the whatever PG teas, that's dead. No, mm. But it's still nice though. I'm nah, not going to lie. I'll have a good It's basically a hot 
Hot water with sugar. That's on, that's what you're tasting. I don't have it with sugar. It's creamy enough. Lyndon, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you in that face. Yes, Lyndon. Lyndon said, oh. Suffrage. <laughs> but peppermint, I can have without sugar because peppermint is a taste that I like. If you have PG tits, same with milk, same, it with, same nice. with ginger, same with some other teas, like the fruit but teas. But if you have redbush, you don't. It's crazy. I don't even. Redbush is something that I found out about really when when I was starting out with Steph because she loved the redbush. Red is delicious, and mm. I don't think it's anything special. I had a stint of like liking redbush, and now I can't taste this. I can't bear. The I like smell. it, but I don't prefer it to chai. My my tea of choice is peppermint. But anyway, the point of the matter is, is this that like. There's, <clears throat> when I feel sick, my mum's first reaction is have some tea, mm. and then her second reaction is, you know what, go and lie down, and then I'll make you some tea. And then if it's not that, it's lemon, is oh lord, it's lemon and garlic and honey crushed yeah. or boiled. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum does lemon, garlic, honey, and um, and lemon, garlic, honey, cayenne ginger, pepper. cayenne pepper, and she'll crush it. If it's something like oh my, my stomach doesn't, because I stay getting random, my stomach is so sensitive, I get food poisoning for the littlest thing. My mum say you need to walk with activated charcoal. She literally told me <laughs> that yesterday. Every, she she actually said she wants to put it in her she wants to find a mask that she can put activated charcoal in so it can help filter my, I don't know how true this don't is don't tell people her secrets that's, that's a painting ready to go are oh, you alright I don't know my mum and all my whatsapp aunties talk about activated charcoal every single day of my life that and aloe vera juice mm. I don't understand it but activated charcoal mum I don't feel have you had two, two charcoal when we cut ourselves activated charcoal when you feel sick activated charcoal you feel stomachache activated charcoal anything Activated charcoal. The thing is, that it does work. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if I'm resistant. But it hurts but... your stomach if you have it too often. Oh. Yeah, I don't know about no activated charcoal, but there's stuff that you said before with the ginger and the garlic and that kind of stuff. That stuff is so dis- 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 disgusting. Mm-hmm. But you know you're gonna be fine the next day. Because yeah. the germs run away. You are from going it. to be yeah. fine the next day. <laughs> Everything that can flee is fleeing. You yeah. know, my mum has a friend. Actually, I have a friend whose dad. I'm sure he has a go- uh, like he eats raw garlic every day, and he also has like raw onion every day. Let me tell you, he has never been sick in his entire life. I've never seen him cough, sneeze, sniffle. I've never. And I'm really thinking, you know what? Yeah, I need to be out here eating garlic every day. Why not? They're just putting your food anyway. Yeah, no, he has it raw. There's something about it being raw. when it comes through your pores, let's see. Apparently, Mm. if you have it enough, you get to a point, maybe like on day like 72, (laughs) your body's just used to it. No, babes. I'm serious. He doesn't smell of garlic. No, babes. He doesn't. Uh, Maybe he doesn't particularly. However, I've seen some cases of people who eat very rich garlicky gingery very spicy food that it comes out of their pores like yeah. you would never it doesn't no, matter no, I agree you know but you can get odorless garlic let me tell you something my mum my mum and Holland and Barrett are best friends let Same. me tell you my mum lives in Holland and Barrett my mum should be the PR odorless garlic that sounds no you can get let me tell you you can get ungodly. everything you can get everything in Holland and Barrett my mum has odorless garlic she has colon cleanse if I don't feel well mm. you're taking a colon cleanse <gasps> my mum my she mom is on the phone she was like they would be guys, friends the reason the reason why and no one ever is well <laughs> is because you haven't gone and have gotten a colon cleanse and I thought she was going to oh. say let's go and get like what do I say not enema a colonic a colonic Those, yeah no, and and then she said, no, what you need to do is you need to put two tablespoons in the morning, put two tablespoons of castor oil oh, and no. mix it with lemon juice. You take it around 30 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> take some hot water because you need to go to the toilet. Talking like a doctor, you know. She, she said you need to do it every single day. My mom loves 
a concoction and she loves Holland Barrett. You know what? She's got my literally mom, the whole thing in a cupboard. My mum, my mum will go to Holland Barrett. Do you know how you like to go to Tesco's for jokes and I like mm. to go to the hair shop and see what mm. new styles I can concoct and do? My mum likes to go to Holland Barrett for no reason. We went for dinner two weeks ago and she goes, I'm just going to pop to Holland Barrett. Half an hour later, I said to Christian, where's your mum? She's in the shop. I said, let's go. There's nothing mm. more that you can buy in the shop. If my mum could, I promise you, and maybe your mum as well, um, I think they'd like to do like live demonstrations and Holland Barrett. She's, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's on Zoom calls doing live demonstrations. My mum too. My mum, if anyone calls her, have you had colon cleanse? Have you had, I said, mm. honestly, I swear to you, if she could do it, she'd walk into Holland Barrett and do a live demonstration and be like, this is what you need to do for this. What's your problem? Mm-hmm. Next. Yes, pick no, a number, My mum is something to be a medical missionary no way that's how she does yeah. what she, how much she loves it yeah but that makes a bit of sense my mum isn't doing that my mum she loves it she loves a, a concoction a concoction and it's all started with ginkgo biloba and then uh, it was <laughs> down here from then and there I don't need to, I don't need to hear about these new, these new concoctions you know the old ones work yeah but are you gonna the, but the new ones are the old ones I think it's just she was literally revamped. She was talking to my cousin and she was on loudspeaker and I was laughing in the background and she said, and I can hear Angela laughing, but those who don't hear will hear in other ways. <laughs> I said, all right, thanks. <laughs> all right, thank you. But you know what? We laugh at those remedies, but I'm giving those to my children. Mm-hmm. Trust me, if you no, don't feel true. well, oh, it's okay, sit down, I'll make some, I'll pour some tea for you. Mm-hmm. I'll crush it and you'll feel better. Yeah. But that cayenne pepper mix, ish. That's not nice. No. You know, it, it is, you know, because you just got to take it once. Yeah. You're good. I don't know. Did your parents ever rub you down with rum when you were sick with flu? Rum? No. Just just mine? Hey, right. My mum used to... There was no alcohol in the house. But I mean, there's when I was older, my mum said something like, rum's good for the belly. I was like, oh, oh, really? Is it now? They say when you have flu, I think you can put rum in your bath or like you can be rubbed down with it or something. Why does it have to be rum? I don't know. We're Jamaicans. I don't know. (laughs) Rum is rum is made in the country, so it's easily accessible. Um, but um, no, not not rum. I got Vicks. Oi, listen. Do you know Dominicans use Vicks for everything? Really? Did you know for everything? Cream, hair grease for ev- eh? for. Uh, I'm telling eh? you. I'm telling you. Maybe not. Not maybe not hair grease. They use it for everything. That... Don't feel well. Put it on your feet. Feel not oh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Put it on your stomach. Like oh, they yeah, use, yeah, yeah, yeah. you put Vicks on your stomach. No, no, no. I understand that. When you said hair, I was like, mm, you want to smell like. No, Vicks. people do put Vicks in their Vicks in their hair. It's like a Vicks challenge. That's I'll, on YouTube. I was listening to Three Shots and and um, Marvin was saying that no, it wasn't no, no, no. It was. Uh, uh, Taser was saying that his uh, uh, his his brother had food poisoning, and they put Vicks near his bum, and it and it and it um, um, tiger bomb, and it well the equivalent Vicks or tiger bomb. Um, it was equivalent. It was um, it's Nigerian. It's um, oh, what's the name? Oh no, I can't remember. Um, and it what do you call it? His stomach was fine after that. Mad. Ooh, jump up into your intestines and fight everything. <laughs> Yeah, Vicks, I'm here. Vicks, you got to think about it. You, you smell Vicks from quite a long way away. I love that it, thing you know? is moving around. I love it. It's, 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 I used to love <laughs> it. I put it on my chest. My chest gets mm. really warm. On my throat. Yeah. On my back. Yeah. I used to we love it. We just put it before it. you go to sleep. Just when you have like a, a stuffy nose, just put it on your chest. Mm-hmm. It is lovely, but it the makes me a bit. Fine. But it, it can stop food poisoning. Who was your first crush when you were a child? Oh. No. <gasps> no. Uh... 
Mine was. What do they look like? Can I go first? Mine was the guys, and they sang a very familiar song, still the best known Christmas song, I think. Hold on. Stay now, baby, if you've got to East 17. What? I didn't even know that there was actually a. No, 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 no. Are you all right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about who did you have a crush on? A person that you knew in real life. Oh, George Adams from my school. But I think it was because of proximity because in our school we had to sit in alphabetical order in our tutor group. And so my name begins with a B, my surname and his is George Adams. George Adams, I don't think you listen to the podcast, but you were super cute when I was nine in secondary school, nine and 10, so you know. Actually, no, I remember. I <laughs> Was he white? Everybody was white in my school, London. <laughs> That's a very stupid question. So, in my head, the first person that popped in my head was white, and I was like, no, there must be someone before that. And I remember there was a lady that used to um, babysit me with my mum's friend, and um, she had a very young child, but she also had two really old, I think it was nephews, really old nephews, and I think he was like 17 when I was like six or something. <laughs> I had the biggest crush on him, and he was so... Uh, I he was, like, because he was like, I'm trying to think of myself as a six-year-old. He was, he entertained the whole thing. Like he was just like, he probably could tell that I had a crush on him, and he used to like, I used to like just watch him eat, <laughs> or like just sit in the room, and he had all his friends around, just sit in the room and just be like, one. And he used to be like, you know, this girl's not eating; he, she can eat from my plate. Like she used to make, Aww. yeah, really sweet, like. Oh, I want you to come with me to the outside. And he would come outside. Aww. Really, really nice. Really nice. That's cute. I can't even remember his name. If we're talking like that young, my first crush as a boy at primary school, this guy called Kai. Mm. And do you know why I liked him? No, it wasn't Kai, it was Curtis. And do you know why I liked him? Because I told oh. you, he wore... It's George, Curtis, Kai. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm playing. We're coming to you, sir. And he was Ru- Rwandan, by really? the way. Yeah, he was Rwandan. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't a white person? No, he and he. I remember he lived in oh. Seven Sisters. He had already moved out. He was, that's how I know he was grown. So if you lived in Seven Sisters when Angela was seven, <laughs> yeah, and if <laughs> you are if you are Derek's nephew, just uh, I Hollow mean you're probably eyes. like a full blown uncle and husband and with kids that are. But if you're not. No, no, no. <laughs> he was like seven, seventeen, and I was like six. Like that's a twelve. That's eleven year difference. So man's raw, man's touching 40s. Raw, man's touching 40s. Yeah, probably, yeah. But he was very sweet. He was very sweet. My first crush, my first proper crush was this boy in my school called Curtis and he had a high top and I really liked him and I don't remember his face but I think I liked him because I liked how he dressed. I said this before, he wore like all yellow and he wore like all yellow including his trainers. Was he a pimp? No, he was <laughs> He was <laughs> seven. <laughs> I was just trying to catch up with the okay, story and then you said listening. all yellow and I said, oh, wait a minute. I don't remember his surname but I don't think he, I mean, he's from Bristol. I don't know what he does now but like honestly on a Monday he'd wear like a yellow t-shirt and yellow shorts and then yellow trainers and it was like some sort of night trainers and then on Tuesday he'd wear like all red on a Wednesday he'd wear like all green and all, like all very white all blue very, <laughs> very Jamaican very Jamaican oh very oh. Um, but yeah like he used to wear and I just thought it was so cool I was like oh mum I really like him so like, why is it because he's got red trains and a red t-shirt oh that's so cute I would never tell my mum that I liked anyone oh really I think I was embarrassed about it from the very beginning like when I was a child I, I remember there was a conversation with your parents about who you got a crush I never it was never going anywhere. No, no, never. There was even there was a little boy in reception, a little white boy called Nick Nicholas, and he he was like, "Would play with me," but I thought it was just like, just you, my friend, you're playing with me. And then his mum told my mum that 
she wa- he wanted me to go to his birthday. It turns out I was the only girl at his birthday. Yeah. And then I found out afterwards that, that the mum had kind of said to you, like my mum, oh, Nicholas really likes your daughter, Angela. And Aww. I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. Why? I think I was angry because... First of all, I didn't know that I, I was under the pre, the um, pretense that you were my friend, just my friend, under the impression you were my friend. Second of all, why did you get my mum involved? How can someone have these these mental thoughts at this young age of like reception? But I remember just feeling really embarrassed, and I think it came out as these anger. These kids know, you know. And so I just never played with him after that. I also felt Aww. really awkward so because I was with his mum. His mum the, the whole of his birthday, and you know when you're that young, a whole group of boys they just want to play like kicking Too and much. jumping stuff, and I was just wanted to sit. So I sat with his mum the whole evening. But I remember my mom like kind of smiling at me like oh like she some and I used to, I was just so angry <laughs> so angry so angry. Lyndon hmm. LGK music. Who was your first crush? <laughs> Let me just think. Why did I ask this question? Hmm. Um, Select <laughs> one of the of the ones. One of the ones. What one of? I'm not the ones that's coming with all the names. I said two names, you mate. Said three. Okay, thank you. Who was your first crush? So okay. Oh, let me. Lock in. It's not that interesting. He said, so, okay, let me start from the so, top. So every year, back in the day, back at church, there was like a, a tent campaign every year, right? Wow, and church one is tent- such close and- proximity. <laughs> what? Church is such close proximity <laughs> that I'm like... <laughs> doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, remember one year, there was a lot of people that came to our church. They're brand new, just found out about whatever. And then there was one girl that came to the church that I had a crush on for... I went until she probably left church, to be honest. I was about eight and she was 10. Um, but the thing is, her parents, well, her mom became friends with my mom. So I saw her all the time, Aww. all the time. And then one time before I, was, I moved to secondary school, she was she took me to, because huh? her, her school her school was taking a test to another, for another school. Right. And so she had to take me to that school. That was the most embarrassing moment in my life because I was. Her I was, school was having a test in the what? So there were two school. I, I'd taken all the all the tests for the eleven plus. There's one more that I was taking mm. for another school, which is quite a big school in Birmingham, but it's not a grammar school. But they still had a test to see if you need to be in the, the, the grammar stream. So, but the test was taken in her school, which was next to that school. Mm. So she took me to that school, oh, no. but I just felt so. I, I just felt like, like a child. Yeah. <laughs> Because like I was, I was, because I was ten, but she was twelve, 12. and it's weird. Then we think about she how big she's. <laughs> 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 no. She was so much. She, she seemed so much bigger than me then, because twelve and ten. That's quite a. That's, when you think about, yeah, that's quite. That's quite. Yeah, it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. But I had a crush on her for like four, five, six years. <laughs> I, you know, I think young crushes are cute, to be honest, like yeah. that young. Because it's almost like puppy love. Uh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking about church and I'm thinking about guys who I thought were so much older than me. Now it turns out like now I'm in my late 20s that oh, they yeah. probably weren't that much older than me. Oh my gosh. And I had, I remember having, oh, this is so embarrassing. Should I even say it on the podcast? Say it. I remember I'm crushing this guy. He was much older. He was like a guide at, Pathfinders, we went to Campuri. Or was it camp was it camp meeting? And he was manning the like pool back there. And I remember like the swimming pool. Me- yeah, swimming pool. And I remember like being really young and like fake fake drowning. Like just <laughs> 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 ah, this is correct. You know what you're really? 
my insides are crumpling in the cringiness. Did he jump in to save you? <laughs> no, he could tell. <laughs> and he was... <laughs> Like he was laughing back. Are you okay? I said yes. (laughs) I didn't. I thought I had embarrassing stories. This is so so embarrassing. And and this person still exists. And we could most definitely end up at the same church on a random day. (laughs) This is so funny. Sometimes I just hope that he's just kind of forgotten that it was me. And why? But I don't. I haven't really changed. Not okay. I have changed mentality in meant that like, you can still tell it was me. Like I haven't changed that, that much. Is so funny. Oh, so embarrassing. I remember being very because the girl that I had a crush on, she was going out with this guy that was a year older than her, and I remember finding out they were going out with each other. You know that you know that meme with that <laughs> that uh, black boy sitting on the table and just really angry. And that's how I felt. <laughs> that's how oh, I felt. No. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I just want to give little Lyndon a hug. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's so upset. So funny. Little 10 year old me. But why? Like, we have, like, imagine, like, my little eight year old selves or 10 year old selves, we've got all these ideas about love and we're just so angry about somebody Mm. who we were never going to date anyway. It's mad, you know? Oh, Oh, you know who I blame at Disney? Because Disney. Nah, it wasn't a Disney Disney thing at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't blame Disney. I wasn't thinking about that. I just like the girl in it. Stupid is not a thing when I was a child. No. <laughs> no. Maybe in your head it was Disney. But not mine. I don't think it was. I just, I'm telling you, I just like Curtis. I liked his high top. I thought he was really cute. Not a high top and yeah. matching colors. Let me tell you, Curtis, Curtis came to school dressed to the nines. I remember saying to my mum, Mum, can I have my hair differently? I don't want to have two cameras, please, on a Monday. Can I have something different? Because growing up, I had like a church hairstyle and then I washed my hair on a Sunday and then I have a school hairstyle. And I was like, oh, please, because Curtis has got a high top. And she'd be like, I don't care what Curtis has. But yeah. I thought he was cute. The that fact that you Disney. spoke so cl- uh, freely to your mum about it. Is so wild. Only, so mind blowing. It's madness. You know what? When I went to secondary school, I didn't talk to her about any of my crushes. Like, I think she knows that I dated a guy who's now, I mean, he's an actor, but he's not famous. No disrespect. And he's also now gay. Married to a black man. But I mean, I think she knows about him like oh, now. Oh, he wasn't, he wasn't black? No, no one in my secondary school was black. I told oh, you this. Okay. So all the guys, like, I mean... The road of Heights up was black, right? That's my primary school. Okay. That was like when I went to primary school for two years in Bristol. Yeah, that's the only time. But like, I mean, that's the same time I went to school with black people. In Manchester, in my prep school, though, everyone was white. And in Bristol, my secondary school, everyone was white. Oh. So... Well, that, didn't, that didn't really affect your um, beauty standards, did it? Or did it? Beauty standards, like as in what I think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. I think it definitely affect, affected Absolutely. mine. Uh, do you know what? The, randomly the other day I was thinking and something popped into my head about the first time I felt like I I, I felt like what racism was or um, discrimination or someone just telling you you're not beautiful because you're black. Um, I was in year five and... Um, and my mom growing up used to always say, like, oh gosh, you're so gorgeous. I bet you like all the other parents wish they all the, the uh, like to all up, to us all, like you're, you're such beautiful children. I just thank God I had beautiful children, blah, blah, blah. Like always like that like, gassing us up. Um, and I remember in year five, um, there was some kind of like, I don't know what had happened, but obviously white girl tears were the, was the end of the conversation. Some one of the girls in the class, I remember her name was Charlotte, and she had hmm. really deep blue eyes. Anyway, 
So she had cried about something, even though she was the bully. Always. And I just, I was a bit shocked. And I was always good at school. There's one thing I don't like is getting in trouble. Anyway, so now our South African teacher, her name was Miss Yeah, the Bedding- South African primary school teacher. White, white yeah, Bedding- yeah, white oh, white Miss, teacher. Miss Beddington or something like that. She said that we, she needs to speak to us afterwards. No, both of us were upset. Um, and she needs to speak to us after class. And then, so she... Charlotte and I are both standing in front of her and she's trying to like tell us like uh, basically say like try, try to tell us off she tells me off and then she turns to Charlotte and she said um, she told her for a little bit and then she said but you know what don't worry the girl started to tear up she said don't worry you're so beautiful like don't cry with your big blue eyes and da 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 and I was thinking well everybody here is upset and in my mind, I remember thinking, like, why isn't she showing me compassion? And because of the, like, the things that she was naming, like, oh, I, if I had beautiful blue eyes like you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. Like, saying things like that, like, oh, look at your dark, your dark brown hair, your blue eyes, you're so beautiful. Da, da, da. And I, in my head, it registered as, like, I don't look like her. So she's not, she doesn't care. Mm. She And she definitely was a very racist teacher now that I look back at, at yeah, it. Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> very racist. Um, and I think it's the first time that I just felt really, like, hard done by it and nearly, like, upset to a point where, not upset, but it was just shocking. Like, I'd never, I'd never felt that so immediately like even I was upset but she was just like nearly shimmering me away mm. there was another time that we all brought do you remember tunes tunes and they were like cough sweets yeah and we, or there was a time when it was like the thing and everybody had tunes and we brought them in and then the teachers had to confiscate them from everybody in the class and put them in a drawer. <laughs> and um, she was giving back everybody's tunes and she didn't. She decided not to give me, well, she didn't end up giving me mine and I was waiting for her to give me mine at the end of the day, back mine. And she was like nearly like huffing and puffing. She could see me standing there as a child in year five mm. and she was just like ignoring me. And then when I said, oh, miss, like, and then she huffed like, oh, for goodness sake, and like very, like the treatment I got from her, I really felt like you, I was, I say there's one of the only one of two black girls in the class. Like it was just like, no, what you have to say, your emotions, how you feel about the situation don't really matter because I don't think you're beautiful. That breaks my heart because Wild. you were actually so young. Like yeah. I think that to hearing that story, if you told me that happened in secondary school, there's a part of me that would be less annoyed about it, even though I think it's still discriminatory behavior, mm. right? And that you're giving to a child. But like in secondary school, I kind of feel like maybe you've got a bit, you're a bit more hardened to the world mm. and maybe you've been able to get through your primary years yeah. and develop your character. But this happened in year five. Mad. When you were nine, eight, eight, nine. How old are you in year five? I don't know where they did just there. Nine and ten. Nine, nine and ten. Yeah. I just think that's absolutely horrid and I hope that teacher, well, I don't know if she's still teaching, but I hope she's not. Hope and so. I, hope that just makes not. me really upset that the people can act like that towards children. It's mm. disgusting. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's wild. But I also think it's, I think it's more common than we think. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, of course it is. Absolutely. Even even in secondary school, I remember having teachers that were initially aggressive when mm. they spoke to me just because they felt like with black girls, they had to come in with vim when they spoke to them and then and then like kind of become nicer. So they were speaking to everybody else normally, but when they speak to me, they're coming with like nearly like a level of aggression or attitude. And, and I'm so sensitive. I was like, I could, there's one, my food tech class, I couldn't cope. There's one time, oh my gosh, growing up, like this is another thing to link it together. They told me, um, we our first food tech, food tech class they said alright now I think we'd made risotto and they said okay now you need to soak your at the end of class you need to soak your saucepans because 
um, you're not going to be able to wash it. So in my head, in a ha- black household, soaking is like nearly overnight. Like, yeah. So I leave it there. I fill it up with, uh, I leave it. And then the next day, first thing in tutor, they say, so-and-so wants to speak to you. And it was a short teacher like this. And she she, she was screaming at me, also South African, screaming at me. Wild, yeah. Screaming at me. Um, And she was screaming at me and I started crying. It was almost, it was the weirdest thing because even in year seven, I was taller than her. So it's like this tall black girl <laughs> crying on the shore white teacher that was shouting at her wild and that same teacher at the end of the term gave me a report for the only other black girl and so there's a girl called Alicia in our class who was a, a bad child just happened to be a bad 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 girl gave me <laughs> gave me the wrong wrote my report like she was writing about Alicia so the point when I read the report I was like I know this is not me so bunks or classes I was like she's written she thinks my name is Alicia she's giving me her report wild wild I mean, this doesn't really surprise me because, uh, sorry, the amount of su- white South Africans in your area doesn't surprise me. Why? Both of my bosses were white South Africans. They both lived in that area. Is it like a common area for South Africans to live in? No, we had a lot Rich of so- white South Africans and like people from New Zealand and Australia mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Them, yeah. Them ones. Them lot. expats. Them man there. Immigrants. But that's mad though. So what happened after the they you found out it was the wrong... Did you tell your parents? I told my parents, but my parents, my parents were like this doesn't even match anyway she was like what I said listen I'm not even scared because this is definitely not me and I told her and then she was like oh well I'll see what's on that she didn't even apologize she's like oh, I'll see what's on the system or whatever and that's it she never really gave me my report Boys, no. uh, and that was it you're, and you want you want the few black people in, your in school, that right? class no uh, there were more black people but our school split into half and the majority of the black people were on the other half and I don't know if that was a coincidence or it was just but the majority of black people were on the other half yeah what was split in half school. Um, I mean campuses. No, like. no, no, no. Split into half as in like every year was split into half. So there were six set, uh, six um, tutors, and three of them were on one side of the school and three of them on the other side of the school. In terms of like they had the English classes together, they that we never mixed in our classes with the other half of our year. And so until strange. until afterwards, until like GCSE time. That's so we so didn't have strange. the same the English classes, maths classes. Even if you're all in top set, there was top set for that side of the year and there's top set for the Our side of the year. The complete opposite. Mm. So like if you were in the set, she makes your sets from years like seven to nine. Yeah. And then you probably wouldn't see people like past year 10, like mm. depending on what subject you chose. But yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I, I, I don't think I've had discriminatory behavior like that in school, but like, I mean, I'm happy to say this on the podcast. I've said it previously before, but like I had a teacher who would give people a black mark on their hand if they were late to their class, my DT teacher. And I just want to say, I don't believe he was a teacher. Like, you know, I don't know if you've seen, but there's a lot of, I think a lot of private schools back in the day, you didn't have to be a teacher to teach. You just had to be like an expert in your field. Oh, wow. Like I'm, I'm sure some of our teachers were not teachers. They were just people who could do certain things or had gone to like Oxbridge or whatever and whatever yeah we had a lot of teachers that were doctor this and doctor that yeah school, they so weren't they... teachers they were just like they had just become experts in a field at a particular British university anyway Mr Shipman and he was a <sighs> hor- yeah, horrible man didn't like children had really long wavy hair no hair in the middle had a comb over <laughs> but really long wiry hair smell of like coffee and cigarettes and it wouldn't surprise me if he had like people hidden in his house he was a horrible horrible mm-hmm, man if you were late to his class he would give you a mark on your hand and then he'd write your name on the board and then you you'd be picked on during the class to be like right so Angela you were late so what do you think about this Angela what materials do we need to use for this right and we had like a whole massive DT lab so in our school 
Year seven and eights were on one side of the, of the school and then you had to like walk to the DT block, but it was massive. Like you had to walk over the DT block to get to the assembly. So you had to kind of go underground. Anyway, me and my friend Gemma, I would love to actually. She let me ride her horse and everything. Yeah, horses in yeah. year seven. Anyway, um, she, oh yeah, she and I were just chatting as per, and we were like, the details are, oh, we're going to get a block. And she goes, don't worry, I'll go first. And then I would just sit down at the back. I said, okay, cool, no problem. And she was really good at DT, so we had a plan that she was going to answer the questions because I hated DT. So we both walk in, maybe three minutes after the bell, right, whatever. And um, <laughs> Mr. Shipman, the bastard, you can keep that in. He was like, uh, Gemma, why are you late? Sorry, sir. Didn't hear the bell. I was just getting my lunch. He's like, whatever. Black mark. Fabrice, why are you late? I was like, oh, sorry, sir. I was with Gemma. And then he takes out his pen. And he goes, well, you know what? Children who are late to my class get a black mark, but it's not going to show up on you, so I'm not going to bother. And I, I'd never heard anyone talk to me like that before. As you can see, so you can't see, but I actually have a birthmark on my finger that's black that you can see. Your skin isn't black. Let's just get and I just, black. I, and brown. I remember looking at my hand and thinking, <laughs> what? And so Gemma was like, huh? So she just sat down and he didn't give me a mark and then he made this really big thing about it. Oh, can't even give you a black mark, can I? Oh, so annoying. Oh, well, I guess I have to write your name on the board in black pen. Let me tell you, I told my mum, my mum, let me tell you about my, my mum, who's also called Angela. She just was like, I'm not having this. I'm just not having it. My mum was a governor. She became a governor for the school. She was like, I'm not, you're not going to talk to my child like that. But that was the first time I remember feeling like, raw, I'm going to be treated differently because I'm black. And maybe I was very naive. And also I was quite young. I was younger than everybody. So maybe I didn't have like the quite emotional intelligence. But I remember sitting down and Gemma was like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I think so. But I just felt very uneasy. Mm. And then over time I was like, right, he, that's a microaggression. But when you're in secondary school, you don't know what the hell a microaggression is. You just know someone's treating you differently mm. because of what you're going through. Mm. Oh, that man was awful. Absolutely horrible. Now, to be fair... Do I think he was a racist? Uh, probably not. He was definitely prejudiced. He definitely, he was a horrible, horrible individual. I mean, like he just wasn't a nice person. He wasn't, a, and he wasn't a good teacher. But it just made me angry that this sort of stuff is happening and it's nothing's being policed. Obviously nowadays you can't say that sort of stuff. But to be honest, that was only 15, 15, no, oh my gosh, 20 years ago. And I just thought, nah, it's horrible. But that's the first that's the first example, I think. Oh, well, I didn't have any. I don't remember having any um, racial incidents really at school. Definitely not in primary school. Primary school is the easiest thing in the world, um, apart from one teacher who thought I wouldn't make it to grammar school. But I did. My parents didn't tell me he said that until I got into it, so that's fine. He's an idiot. He's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he he had one issue with me because when because up to from reception to year four, I was the only black boy in our class there was plenty of black girls but I was only a black boy and then another black boy came in and we became friends straight away and that's the first person I heard talking about things like I'm black and I'm proud and all this kind of stuff and I was like oh okay me and him became friends that whole year the teacher did nothing but try to split us up for no reason teachers in primary school are wicked what's going on they weren't really doing anything but yeah that's the same teacher that did that stuff and said I wouldn't make it. Um, and the same teacher that said that, that got fired in the end. So won him. Um, the secondary school. Yeah, so I went to a, a secondary school with mostly Asian kids. That's number one. There were other black kids that were probably doing worse than I was. So I probably wasn't in there on their radar to to get in terms of um, any racial business. And to be honest, there's no point being racist in that school because every most people are non, not white. Did you have any non-white teachers? Not really. 
there are one or two Asian teachers. There's one black teacher that nobody really respected, but that's a little oh, thing. No. no, but she she was a bit of an idiot, though, to be honest with you. Unfortunately. <laughs> she was listen, she lost in year 10, she lost all of our coursework. And she got she come back the year. I just after. think they lie, you know. I think she lied. We didn't get we didn't get our coursework back. We had to do it again. I don't know. And, it, and then she got fired. Oh. So wow. I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, my, in, in school, there was no girls in school either. So um, why are you talking about our look? Anyway, to be honest, the boys in my school didn't care about how they looked. I think they put gel in their hair and oh. sprayed on links. And that was the extent oh my of gosh, it. No, no. They that, killed links. That, listen, yeah. the gel like in their hair, we, we, are, we are taking the mick out of everyone that put gel in their hair. Yeah, because it's it's a joke thing. But well, anyway, it was a thing in a tin. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't like gel. It was like I don't know what it was. I don't oh. know what they use. They might use water. <laughs> is, it Bri- is it Brillo? Not Brillo. There's something in a tin. Yeah, but them man could use water. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could. yeah. So all that stuff didn't really matter to us, to be honest. And in terms of my beauty standards for me and for women, I always it. liked. I've always liked black women. Just was a child, and then I grew up watching nineties TV, which had black women on the whole time. So I didn't. I there was no. So you never ever ever had a crush on a white woman. No. Ever in your life. No. I feel normally like... living no. in a in a in a very like a crush white... was a child. Yeah. No way. No. no. And in primary school, not, you went to, you went to a mixed primary school. Spice Girls or any of them? Not the Spice Girls. That's a that's the wrong. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's... <laughs> The, the spice kill that I liked, I liked was scary, scary spice. spice. Wow! You're <laughs> listen, my, listen. My, when I was growing up, my dad told me that listen, black people are the most beautiful, most intelligent people in this earth. Don't let, don't oh, let yes. anyone tell you that it's different. Yes, and I believe that Uncle to this Leroy. day. I believe that <laughs> to this day. So this racism thing is is a madness for my brain because I'm trying to understand. Raw, there are people here growing up thinking the opposite. Even people that look like me yeah. thinking the opposite, and that's wild. Yeah, it's very, it's wild and very sad. It's, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me, especially if you grew up watching TV in the nineties. It doesn't make that much, that much sense. But see, here, see, Dad, that's why you should have let us watch nineties TV. <laughs> that's true. That's true. No, but that is that is true. I was. You see a whole Moesha and yeah. oh, cute Listen, Moesha. When I started watching I'm girlfriends, Moesha. Okay, well, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Moesha. You talk about Moesha. I'll talk about Q. <laughs> and sister, sisters, but their boyfriends when they came on, I just said, "Whoa!" When I started seeing shows like that that were representative of me and my sisters and people around me, it changed I thought, everything. Yeah, it? it changed everything. But uh, even before that, there was Cosby Show. And there I was different worlds. I, never I was, used to watch Cosby Show, and I used to Cosby Show is different worlds. There was Fresh Prince. <laughs> there was Fresh Prince. There was all that. That's, that that's all I spent all my time watching. When I was a teenager and when I was maybe sixteen plus. I didn't watch white. I didn't watch white TV. I watched white TV. All we the way watched a lot of white TV. Up. I didn't watch but white TV. I mean, TV. I did grow up in Manchester, and we were poor we then, ha- so we didn't have cable. Oh, we didn't have okay. Yeah, okay. So if you didn't have cable, you couldn't watch black TV. We had cable. Everything was blocked. 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 The only thing, yeah, I mean, MTV Base has, has been out there staying, having all kinds of, like, black women in the video, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. And to be honest, even then, like, the black women in the video that they had then were very different to the women that they have now in the videos, mm. just putting it out there. Um, But, like, I used to try and sneak and watch MTV Base, but if I got a catch, oof, it was all over. I was blocked. MTV was blocked. Everything was blocked. What were you watching? Um, what are those kids? Veggie tails or um, um, things. What? Are those huh? kids? 
What kids? Dora so Explorer. Called... No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not Dora. Wasn't my name. At least Tracy Beaker. What's, <laughs> oh, what's, what's, um... See, I've never seen a single episode, I've, I've episode of that. Oh, you watched Totally Spies. No, I didn't like was it. black people. Kitchen was I, black people. I, I watched that. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, totally Spies, Powerpuff Girls, all of them. All the ones oh, that had three Cartoon sisters. Network. All the ones that had three, the three, the three people together. <laughs> at least then we could say, I'm here, I'm her. her didn't you watch Rugrats? Rugrats had a black kid in there. You've never watched Rugrats? Hey Arnold. Uh, watched Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold was. Recess, watched Recess. To be honest, Hey Arnold is the best cartoon, hands down. We've discussed this already, but I just yeah. want to bring I it back know. up. I don't know. I didn't really watch Hey Arnold. Oh, even even the Cartoon Network was really blocked until we finished our homework. And for me, he's a procrastinator. It was time to eat and sleep. Oh, I can. I wasn't allowed to watch TV like that. I could only mm. watch TV after my parents had checked my homework mm. and yeah, they didn't study for themselves. I have to do my yeah. homework How and, then, and do piano practice and then and then oh, and yeah. then and then clarinet practice and then it's alright to watch TV. And that's wow. why you're the man you are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Good. I don't know. My that's parents... what the man I am today is because I grew up um, going to school with people who were not all white. There were white people there, but still. I understood that people were in different different races and there's no reason to be ashamed of mine. I went to church every week, so that's all black people mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. On TV and watching black people in America. That's mm-hmm. all black people all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's not normal. It's it should be, I thought it should be normal for everyone who was growing up when I was growing on, but growing up but it wasn't. So that's why I'm with the way I am. I am. That's true. And that's on that. Can I just shout out a really good teacher though? I remember the first time I went to Rwanda in like maybe like in Uganda in like year three, we went um for maybe like three weeks. We came back and obviously we're super, me and my sister were super tanned. And I don't know what I thought about it then, but I remember being in the playground. Well, then year two, I think it might have been year two actually. I remember being in the playground and I remember hearing things like, oh, you're dark or whatever. Like, and, and, and maybe feeling a little bit like, like sensitive I don't know then there was a teacher there was a black teacher Miss Woods who ended up being getting married and being called Miss Lake and um, <laughs> that's a true story true story <laughs> and um, <laughs> she's a black man yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a black man she, called, uh, and he's called uh, Lake she's, she's black Lake yeah her name she was black as well so <laughs> and she and she said oh my gosh you're so your tan is so lovely it's so beautiful and she kept raving about it for the, the week like so calling all the other white teachers like oh my gosh look look at her, her skin and it really I, I don't know how and this is how you know that things are really indoctrinated in you and I don't know how like I, I was a bit taken aback by the fact that she was complimenting me and me having a tan but I was like yeah it was it was just really surprising I, I think I even at the young age, I can remember feeling, I don't know, I don't know how to explain the, the the feeling, but nearly taken aback that this teacher was like, nearly not praising, what's the word, like affirming and yeah, yeah just saying that you are beautiful and you're even more beautiful now you've got a tan. Yeah. And it really, it really, it undid things that I didn't realise had been done mentally in my mind, but like it undid some things and I really started to think, oh wow, like, I don't know. Teachers like that just need just need a clap because yeah, she she really did a, a, mm. a, a God's work, and I don't know if she knew that she was doing God's work at if that she time. She was black, maybe. Yeah, she was mixed race actually. Oh, okay. she was, mm. well, I was just saying that um, good teacher can really reverse the damage that bad teachers um, do if it's if it's the right time. But I remember um, two teachers that were so good in primary school that the experience with them kind of trumped all the other bad experiences I might have had at school. Mm. So shout out Mrs. Russell and Mrs. Jones. Don't even oh, know yeah. if you are. Shout out to you. Oh, don't yeah. know if you're out here alive still even, but yeah, just what hope alive. you are. I hope oh, you are. That's so sad, isn't it? People, maybe, uh, maybe they are. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I didn't have, I don't remember having great primary school teachers, to be honest. I had one called Mrs. Wise Bloom. 
Wise Blossom. And I would think... Wise that, Blossom. I think so. <laughs> anyway, she was my... I, I don't really remember primary school. Cause, to be very honest, I wasn't there very long. But I remember I came with a very strong Mancunian accent and I was very chatty. And I put my hand up to answer all the questions and the, the kids didn't really like me. And then I think she was just like, no, no, no. Fabrice's got something important to say. And he used to tease me about my accent. And I was bullied in primary school. Oh, yeah, this girl tried to push me in the middle of the road, tried to kill me with a car coming. Oh, yeah, it was a big thing. My mum had to call the school. But she was, that, she was always very nice. And so I think she put me with this girl called Valerie. And she's like, Valerie, why don't you become friends with Fabrice? And Valerie was like, okay. Um, but then Valerie became my friend for like two years. So she was quite nice. But this affirming of my complexion and my blackness, nah. That didn't happen in school at all. But I think it's really important in primary school. I don't know what key stage that is, but that like age from, well, how old are you in primary two. school? Seven? Seven? Yeah, you start when you're Seven. five. Started five. Yeah. Do you? No, four. Yeah. When I started in primary, primary school. school. When I started, yeah. When I started reception, I was yeah, four. Yeah, four or five. Because you you come out of um, nursery at yeah. like four or five. Oh, so you're year one. So I'm talking yeah. about year three. Sorry. Oh, so, so oh, key stage two. Yeah. Key stage two. Key stage two is is. is junior school you're seven like eight, eight seven eight yeah. okay so i'm talking like those like seven to like year three to year six mm. crazy important i think really important to be around people that affirm you mm. and if possible people that look like you mm. because actually do you know what secondary school is very it's a testing time the more, it really I, think is. About, the more I think about it i think of uh, year three and year four year three was like the teacher didn't really care too much about me but i was fine for myself <laughs> i was <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't. I don't know what I learned that year, but I learned enough to go to to year four. Oh, right. Year four, I had an idiot, but still, it's whatever. It didn't really affect me too much. Year five had an amazing teacher. When I say this teacher is amazing, the teacher made me realize there's nothing that I can't understand. There's nothing that I can't do. There's no test that I can't get 100% on. Oh, yeah. Because that teacher made me feel like that. Yeah. And I did do that because she made me feel like I, w- I could do it. So I did it. Mm. And that kind of helped me throughout the rest of my, my, my school life because I knew, listen, if I can do anything then, I can do anything. It doesn't matter what year I am. No, that's true. So that one teacher, it doesn't matter. That one teacher could kind of change everything for you as no. long as you had that one, that good one. That's true. All having a parent, my dad was like, so the people that get 100% do they have two heads oh, gosh. and so my dad taught us algebra from like year three to the point where when we got to year six and they started to teach us a little bit of algebra and uh, the, on the top set table I already knew everything and they had to take me out of class because I was I was just sitting there doing nothing I mean... and I got a merit and I said you know what actually yeah thank you dad <laughs> but all that crying at home has made me happy at school I can flex but they don't know the tears and sweat have that has gone well, into all the time tables you had to learn at home but then you get to school oh and you're oh my god Banging out the yeah. time table test Because yeah. it's nothing It is nothing But also like Let me tell you something I'm an excellent speller Why? Because I had to learn to spell When I was three wow. Okay I can spell anything And I feel like I've always been a good speller I don't think it's something That I learned I just I'm telling you By the time I got to three I think I could spell everything Anywhere that you needed Because my dad gave me His own personal spelling tests And if I got them wrong Friend you had to write that out The whole page Do you know what it's like To be free And you're here writing And your tears are smudging your words this it's a very sad story wow. but, but parents are important but parents are important but your teachers are also important because mm. they spend the majority of the time with you yeah absolutely so that scares me it is, I think it's scary when i have children that's yeah but really it's scary because mm. i don't know if i can trust you my, my kids are going to a very particular school i don't know where i want to find it but I'll, it will be there and if i can't find it somebody needs to have a little montessori school or something mm. yeah 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 steph that's what if that's what you want to do let me know babes my yeah. kids can go there 
Absolutely.